0: Hey, one more thing before you go. We have a great new Flashback Friday episode. It'll be the last one for this month, and we will be back on track to a regular schedule very soon. For this episode, we share an incredible life journey and showcase how family can step forward and save a life. This is also one of my favorite episodes from the past where Alison Tierney took an aggressive and a proactive approach to helping her sister stave off a devastating and debilitating disease. She transformed her life with a naturopathic and holistic approach and she is living a normal life today. I hope you enjoy this compelling story of a life journey as much as I did. In this episode, we are going to learn if we can reverse or eliminate a chronic disease with a plant-based diet, what it takes to transition to that lifestyle, and if you have to give up everything you crave in the process. I'm your host, Michael Hurst, and this is The Thing About Managing Disease Through Diet. My guest in this episode is Alison Tierney. She is the founder of Wholesome LLC, a virtual-based company working to improve your health and lifestyle with prevention, Improvement in management of common chronic health conditions. She's a registered dietitian and a board-certified oncology nutritionist. Welcome to the show, Allison.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Tell me a little bit more about Allison.
1: Uh, yeah, of course. So, um, so I am a registered dietitian, but I haven't always been. I actually went to college the first time. Um, I have a business degree in leadership and management, and kind of started in the financial world, and I just didn't feel like I was in the place that I was supposed to be in. I wasn't doing the work that I was supposed to be doing. So I actually went back to school to become a registered dietitian. And when I went back to school, the, the reason I really, truly went back to school was pursuing to become an oncology dietitian. During my first college experience, when I was in school for business, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. My grandfather was diagnosed and passed away from liver cancer. My other grandmother is a breast cancer survivor. Uh, my other grandmother passed away from lung cancer. And then my godmother also is a breast cancer survivor. And I truly started thinking to myself, uh, my passion for nutrition changed from sports performance because I was a college athlete over to this chronic disease spectrum. And how can nutrition potentially help prevent some of these cases? How can it help during the course of treatment? And how can it help into survivorship? So that's where my shift, real, my focus really shifted to. And so when I went back to school, I, asked all my professors and told them, I really want to be an oncology dietitian. I would love to get as much experience as possible. And thankfully, I did that because I was able to get some really unique opportunities that not a lot of people get because oncology nutrition is definitely a very specific field. Um, From that standpoint, I got an internship at a well-known National Cancer Center, which hired Beyond full time after my internship. And then after that, I actually kind of moved back home and started working in a cancer center local to where I grew up and started and built the nutrition program there for oncology patients. And I absolutely loved my work there. I never actually saw or thought that I would leave that position. Um, But over time, I did because I just saw so much of a greater need for oncology nutrition outside of just my small community. So the creation of Wholesome LLC was truly to create um, a wider network of helping individuals with nutrition and oncology nutrition that sought that help that weren't able to get it wherever they were located. So um, I've been working in Wholesome since 2015, but more exclusively for about the last year and a half since I left that previous position. And I do miss it, but I, it has been the best decision for me and my family, and I can't believe the number of people that I have met that are just so amazing and just thirsting for knowledge to improve their health and their life. And I'm just so honored to be able to um, work in this type of environment and help people be their best selves.
0: That's outstanding, actually. I think that you uh, you chose a very strong profession, and I think that you put your life's work to good use.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a, it's a very wonderful field and area to work in, although it can be really difficult in several different ways. Um, I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's so rewarding. And um, I don't regret anything about the change in career or how long it took me to get here in terms of all the education. Um, But it is, um, man, it's it's, I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be and I can't believe um, what it has given back to me as well.
0: Just to kind of help everybody understand, what exactly is a nutritionist?
1: Yeah. So, well, I will be the first as a dietitian. I will tell you that I am a dietitian. So, um, there is can be a difference between a nutritionist and a dietitian. So, um, a registered dietitian is someone that has, and they have to have a bachelor's degree, and um, and so you can either have a bachelor's degree in nutrition and dietetics, or you can have a bachelor's in something else. But you need to have a certification to become qualified to become a registered dietitian. So, essentially, it's a four-year degree, and then a twelve hundred hours of supervised practice within an internship, and then the passing of a board exam. And then also, um, as you can imagine, continuing education every five years with a certain number to be able to stay registered. Now, um, dietitians recently have kind of coined the term registered dietitian nutritionist, so that more people can identify our work as nutritionists or dietitians. But dietitians can work in several different fields. Um, Many people think of it just as Healthy eating, which it absolutely can be a part of, but dietitians also work in the ICU where they help manage tube feeding or temporal um, enteral nutrition and parenteral nutrition. Um, They work in the community. They work at they can work at grocery stores. Um, They can work in so many different areas. Transplant um, and so, but my role particularly is within oncology. So I have a board certified specialist sport. I am board certified in oncology nutrition. And what that means is after becoming a registered dietitian, I had to have so many hours of supervised practice in the field of oncology and then sit for a board's exam every five years to maintain that certification. Um, So it's um, many dietitians you can specialize in certain areas such as renal um, nutrition, um, sports nutrition, and then oncology nutrition, and there's a few others. So um, it kind of separates out that you really focus in this one area.
0: That's amazing. Nutrition people do not understand, I think, in general, especially in this day and age, that nutrition is important to the, your your lifestyle. It's important to your health, but it's also important to your lifestyle. And you know that's why I'm ecstatic about being able to learn from you today on several different aspects, especially in regard to chronic disease and autoimmune diseases and things like this. You yourself had some issues, uh, some health issues that you helped to manage within yourself, correct?
1: Correct, yep. Um, I myself um, um, dealt with PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. Fortunately, it's it's becoming more common in women, especially women of childbearing age. And it is a condition that essentially Really disrupts the hormones within a woman. So it can be the number one cause of infertility in the US, but it can also cause a lot of issues such as unwanted hair growth or even hair loss, um, acne. Infertility, um, absence of the menstrual strike cycle, or very heavy menstruation cycles. And it's, it's a very frustrating condition, and it can be a very huge spectrum as well. Um, meaning some people are impacted drastically different than other people that have PCOS as well. Um, so that was that's definitely my personal experience with my health. That's the biggest one, PCOS and infertility but um, my twin sister, um, she actually was diagnosed with lupus in 2013, which is a type of autoimmune disease that affects the organs and the joints. And when she was first diagnosed, unfortunately, her physician, who's an amazing physician, kind of told her that there was really nothing that she could do for herself in terms of nutrition or healthy lifestyle to help herself. And We refused to accept that, and I encouraged my twin to adopt a plant-based diet alongside me. And I get to tell you, thankfully, today she is in remission. She dropped her pill count from sixteen to one. Amazing! Yeah, and she just had a beautiful baby girl, which unfortunately many people with lupus or other autoimmune diseases of childbearing age don't get to experience that because some of the medications that they have to be on prevent them from having a child or because their disease is so active, it's very difficult to do. Um, So it's so amazing to see um, my twin sister live a life that is full, and she can do all the things that she wants to do again. With the standpoint, yes, she still has to take into regard some things. But you know, she wasn't able to get out of bed, she wasn't able to brush her teeth or comb her own hair and do these things. And to see her be able to do anything that she wants is so amazing. And especially, as you can imagine, as her twin sister, it was incredibly heartbreaking, you know, watching that happen to her. And so it's just been incredible to watch her, you know, just triumph and prove lupus wrong.
0: That's brilliant. Were you plant-based prior to your sister and yourself being diagnosed with these issues? Or did you turn plant-based after that?
1: We turned plant based after the issues began. So we grew up eating what I would consider a relatively healthy diet. It was low in red meat, fruits, and vegetables, um, but it was pretty high in dairy, I would say low fat dairy, right? We thought we were just definitely making a better choice by consuming low fat dairy. Uh, We do live in Wisconsin after all. So dairy is very, very popular, as you can imagine. Um, But after we started diving into some of the research, so the research of a plant based diet really started for me in the care for my oncology patients. My husband loves to joke about it that I'm just a nutrition nerd. Um, I will come home from work. And I still dig into nutrition studies and books and just I always keep learning. And so when I was doing this outside of work for my patients, my intention was truly how can I better help my patients? How can I make them feel better? How can I help them manage their side effects better throughout the course of treatment? And I kind of just honestly stumbled across the plant based diet. And of course, I knew fruits and vegetables were good for us and whole grains and all of that. Um, But as I dug deeper into the research about things about how they could affect us negatively as well, I started adopting it myself and practicing it with my clients and started seeing just these amazing benefits. And I saw the benefits for myself with PCOS and infertility. My sister saw the benefits in lupus and it just, we just kind of took off and haven't turned back since then.
0: Yeah, I found that um, as um, I, I think, I don't know if I told you this earlier, but I've been on a plant-based diet for the last 25 years. I, From a personal perspective, when I was diagnosed with severe rheumatoid arthritis and I was seeing an acupuncturist and a Chinese um, man, and he literally had recommended to me a plant-based diet and transitioning to that in order to help manage my disease. So we've had some ups and downs in the middle of that journey, but, you know, that's, for another talk, but it it has helped me immensely from an autoimmune perspective, actually, the, the fact that I'm on a plant-based diet. Um, I I have to make a confession that I still eat fish occasionally whenever I have a flare- up because the omega threes in the fish kind of help the flare up a little bit in a cold water fish, but I don't eat it very often. So primarily, vegan, no cheese, no dairy, no meat, no red meat, nothing, nothing like this kind of thing. Um, Just primarily everything else is plant-based. I'm also Mm gluten-free. So that creates a whole other issue in nutrition uh, from my perspective because there's so many. I was doing gluten-free prior to it being posh, you know, before it was a fad. I was doing gluten-free for my health because it helped me with my inflammation and with my Joint pain and so forth. So, can you help us understand? We, we you, and I have both been talking about plant based diet. Can you help us understand what a plant based diet is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I kind of wanted to make a point too, Michael, when you had mentioned that you know you had a confession that you eat fish occasionally. In, in my perspective and my professional opinion, that is still a plant based diet. So, a plant based diet can be again a spectrum but kind of put into two different camps. So the first camp of what a whole uh, whole food plant-based diet and the reason I insert whole food there is because we try primarily want to get our nutrition from whole plant-based foods. So that consists of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes and some nuts and seeds. However, a plant-based diet can truly be someone that is 100% plant-based. They eat absolutely no animal products, no meat, no dairy, no eggs, no fish. even no honey because that's an animal byproduct. So you can be 100% plant-based or you can truly just be plant-centered and plant-focused. So the way that I like to think about that is that you just predominantly eat whole plant-based foods and there can be small amounts of fish or even dairy or meat within it, and that can still be considered plant-based. And the way, if you think about it, I'm sure you and maybe some of your listeners have heard of the blue zones before. The blue zones are the five areas of the world where they have found that individuals tend to live um, the longest and a high percentage of centuries Or individuals that live to be a hundred or more. These individuals. One of the most things common in all these five different areas of the world is that they eat a plant centered diet. Now, some of these populations still eat small amounts of meat, but they are very small. They're usually celebratory foods or they're also um, to help flavor some of the foods, but they're not a prominent part of the diet. So, when I like to talk about the plant based diet, I really encourage people to choose the approach that works for them. If I had told you 10 years ago, oh, I'm going to be a plant based eater, I probably would have politely laughed and said, that's never happening. But when I first started, I never had the intention of saying like, I'm going to be completely plant based, it was more of this adoption of, I'm going to slowly cut things out. And I'm going to slowly work on this and just add more fantastic things to my diet, like the whole fruits and vegetables, whole grains and legumes. However, over time, I just started feeling Better and better and better um, for me with PCOS. I had horrific acne, um, and now Michael, I know you can see my face, and the listeners can't. I'm wearing absolutely no makeup, and when I was ha- when I was within the deepest of my PCOS, um, I would have had lots of makeup on because I would have been embarrassed about my face, and that was one of the first things that I saw is that my face was clearing up, and it wasn't painful like it was, and so then that personally encouraged me to adopt even further. So I always want to encourage people that being plant-based doesn't necessarily mean you have to start with full adoption. It can really just mean focus on adding all these great things into your diet and you can choose personally what is best for you. I personally have chosen to adopt a hundred percent plant-based diet but I still encourage and work with many clients who just truly have more of a plant-centered diet. So hopefully that helps that it can be a vegan diet, but it can also be plant-based.
0: And I really appreciate that. It uh, kind of clarifies some things for my listeners as well as myself, because again, you know, like I said, I'm a primarily a vegan, but uh, I do sneak fish in there every once in a while and it's a benefit to me. Yeah. So I, and I, so I appreciate that. so, what are the benefits in general to something like a plant-based diet? Um, You know, help us to understand that. Like just in general, not away from the the chronic disease and the autoimmune, which we'll get into here a little bit, but just in general, to because I feel better when I would switch to a plant-based diet. I completely felt one hundred percent better. You know, I'm I am. Dare I say I'm into my what is it the seventh decade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you want to think about that, sometimes you don't. (laughs) I'm into my seventh decade, and, you know, I feel uh, better than uh, I think I ever have.
1: That's amazing. And um, with my personal experience and the cl- experience of many of my clients, and also a lot of the other stories and success stories that I've read within the plant-based diet, what you individuals would likely experience in a plant-based diet is increased energy. You know, and I, I don't know anybody that doesn't want more energy, right? You want to wake up to take on the day and not have that 2 p.m. slump and move forward. but More energy. Clearer and might I say glowing skin, um, so um, a lot of people really enjoy that benefit. Um, reduced um, risk of even just like the common cold, um, you get sick much less frequently. Doesn't mean that you're immune to everything, but you do get sick less frequently. And I also notice if and when I do get sick, it is shorter lived and not as severe. Um, also, um, if somebody is an athlete or regularly exercises, they would also likely see improved um improved recovery rates so as somebody who was a college athlete that was not plant-based when I was a college athlete one of my biggest regrets is not being plant-based in college because I would have loved to experience the recovery that I experienced you know even 10 years later of being a college athlete um, because I noticed that even better than before when I was younger um, so there's so many of these great benefits outside of the risk reduction of chronic disease and I always like to say just because someone's plant-based, doesn't mean that they are immune to any type of disease however what we do know from research is that it can drastically reduce our risk or help manage these diseases and their side effects because it reduces inflammation um, which is the root of the cause of many different types of diseases and it's also very beneficial for our gut microbiome which could be a whole nother topic itself as you could imagine.
0: Yes. I, yes, absolutely. I think we should come back and re- revisit that at another time. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing when you change that, it, when you start eating this, I, I'm on my, I've had five operations and I was actually diagnosed being in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. And I'm not in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. Um, I, as well, they can't see this, but you can. Yeah. You know, I'm, Wow. I'm up and about and up and down and I'm walking two, three miles a day. And uh, because of my diet, I actually healed from my surgeries an average of five weeks earlier than the average person.
1: That's amazing. You know,
0: that does it. And then mostly I even mean, my doctor said he goes, I I base that upon your um your diet, the way that you've handled your diet. So I I promote it from that perspective. Um, I think that it um that it helps you all the way around. Yeah. So let's talk about chronic disease. Um, I know that you also specialize in chronic diseases and in autoimmune disorders and things like that, as we as you said earlier with your sister and um, what I just talk about with rheumatoid arthritis. So how can a plant-based diet um, help to overcome those kind of issues?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple things that make the plant based diet and its foundation really beneficial for the prevention of chronic disease or management, um, and also autoimmune. So one of the first things that I like to talk about is something called phytochemicals or phytonutrients. These nutrients, um, it really stands for plant nutrients, phytonutrients. And these nutrients are only found within plant based foods, because it's a plant nutrient, and they're highest in whole plant based foods. So when I refer to whole plant based foods, I'm talking about a whole orange, not necessarily orange juice. Although there may be some phytonutrients within orange juice, there's not nearly as many as when it's in its whole food form. So these phytochemicals and why they have a foundation of health and helping to manage many of these types of diseases is truly because it has been found by research to have many benefits. One of them first and foremost is to help improve the immune system. We want our immune system to be able to identify what's good and what's bad, right? In the case of an autoimmune disease, your body is essentially attacking itself because it thinks that it's a foreign invader, where we want the body to be able to attack the things that are foreign invaders, but be able to tell the difference. So... High amounts of these phytonutrients can help our body identify what's good, what's bad, and take care of the bad and leave the good alone. It can also help reduce inflammation, where there is a common question about does the inflammation come first and then cause the chronic disease or does the chronic disease come first and then cause the inflammation? It can kind of be both ways depending on the type of disease. But inflammation, and this is really referring to chronic inflammation, we often can't see it. We also often can't feel it. Um, But it is a condition where your body is overreacting to it's try to protect itself, which can cause a whole host of issues. So it can help reduce inflammation, which I mentioned is the root cause of many different chronic disease, heart disease, diabetes, um, autoimmune diseases, so many. Um, it also can help um, prevent and block the things that we eat, drink and breathe that are carcinogenic or cancer causing substances. It is very well known and identified by the American Cancer Society that processed meat is a group one carcinogen, which means it is known to cause cancer in humans. Now, one of the be- I always tell people like, if you're not going to, stop eating hot dogs, because that's their own personal choice. I highly recommend adding all these great phytochemicals and plant based foods to the rest of the meal, because it can help prevent some of those things from becoming carcinogenic or, you know, attacking and harming our body. So it can also help prevent the spread of cancer cells, which is incredibly important. It can also help protect our DNA. So our DNA is uniquely what makes us who we are. But it also um, if that DNA becomes damaged over time, which happens as we live our life, we age, um, but it can also happen because of environmental exposure, diet, physical inactivity. Um, There's so many different things, but we want to try to protect that DNA as much as possible. And the phytochemicals have been shown to help protect the DNA and even repair the DNA if it has actually already been damaged. Um, And then another great thing which you can imagine, especially as it relates to my experience, is that these phytochemicals can naturally help regulate hormones. And hormones, everybody knows, rules the world, right? (laughs) Um, Especially in females. Um, But we all have hormones. We all want to have the right balance. We don't want too little, and we don't want too much. Both ends of the spectrum can cause issues. If we can have the right balance of these hormones, we can optimize our health. Because unfortunately, um, um, disturbed hormones can be PCOS, but it can also increase the risk of breast cancer, prostate cancer, endometriosis. There's so many other diseases that are hormonally related. So obviously I could go on and on about phytochemicals and their benefits, but this is why they are at the foundation of the plant-based diet and what is so beneficial to protect against chronic disease.
0: So in regard to that, can a plant-based diet reverse or eliminate that disease?
1: It depends on the disease type. There have been some diseases that have been shown to be able to be reversed with a plant-based diet and a healthy lifestyle. So I'll also be the first to tell you, even though I'm a dietitian and I love food and nutrition, there are other components to a healthy lifestyle, just like you talked about Michael walking every day. That's super important to our physical uh, physical health. Also, stress reduction, proper sleep, mindfulness and meditation, all of these things are very important to our health. Um, however, when we adopt a low-fat, whole-food, plant-based diet, l- coupled along with other healthful lifestyle strategies, research has shown that we can actually reverse coronary artery disease, which before was never able... Proven to be reversed. Um, There are several physicians in their work that have been able to prove this time and time again. Dr. Dean Ornish, also Caldwell Esselstein. Um, There's lots of work from that standpoint of things. Um, There's also been studies to show that it can help reverse type 2 diabetes. It can help put in remission and reverse certain autoimmune diseases. And although um, a plant based diet and healthy lifestyle cannot reverse, reverse Alzheimer's. There are specific stages of dementia that have been shown that a specific plant-based diet and healthy lifestyle can help reverse some very early stages of dementia. Uh, I could go on and on about this list, but yes, there are several different types of diseases that have been proven by research to be able to be reversed by this plant-based diet and overall healthy lifestyle.
0: That's a fantastic opportunity to explore and understand that mind, body, and soul are one combination of things that take care of itself.
1: Absolutely. You know, I, when I work with my clients, I'll always tell them, you know, sometimes they'll be like, man, Allison, we didn't even talk about nutrition today. And I'm like, but we did talk about nutrition, we might have been talking about certain stressors that are in their life, because those stressors ultimately impact their nutrition decisions down the road. And uh, we often forget how much our mental health can very much affect our physical health as well. Um, so absolutely, it, it needs to come from approach of a whole person. As much as I specialize in nutrition, I stay within my scope of practice, but do dabble in some of the areas, or make proper referrals to you professionals that can help with the other Areas of their life that also um, might need
0: some tweaking. Again, mind, body, soul. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a journey.
1: Mm -hmm. It never stops. The journey never stops. I think that's one thing that can be really hard for a lot of people when adopting a healthier lifestyle is that it doesn't just last for a week or a few months or a year. It's something that has to be continuous, and that's where I really like to focus on working with my clients. That this is a lifestyle approach. We want to create good, healthy lifestyle habits that will truly last for a lifetime. Um, Because, for example, an individual, if they are not ready to adopt getting rid of dairy, that's okay. I support them. uh, Will I recommend that they cut back? Yes. However, sometimes that approach of, oh my gosh, I could never imagine giving up dairy for the rest of my life. Sometimes that's very much a mental block for them to be able to adopt other healthy lifestyles. So I really truly work with individuals at where they specifically are, and where they want to be, because and then take the right realistic approach to get there. Um, So hopefully that helps. But yeah, it's a journey, it never stops. And also, I'll be the first to say too, I don't have a perfect diet or a perfect lifestyle, but I always aim to do better. And I don't really let, one of my biggest favorite quotes is don't let perfection be the enemy of progress, right? If we are always, we can sure aim for perfection, but if that keeps stressing us out and makes a negative impact in our life, there's no place for that.
0: I agree with that. So in your opinion, a plant-based diet can help manage. A chronic disease or an autoimmune disorder, like in my case, I manage my disease very effectively with my diet, and my exercise, and my meditation. Just like you spoke about a few minutes ago, in in understanding how to manage that disease, what are some of the challenges you think that um, do you think that you have faced, for example, of helping people to transition into kind of a plant-based diet management system?
1: Yeah, I think it can be, there can be several, several different types of things that can make it difficult for someone to help adopt this lifestyle or also just manage their disease. Um oftentimes the first thing I hear from clients is their family and the environment around them. Maybe their family's not supportive of it, their spouse isn't supportive of it. And so that can be really difficult because um So if somebody, let's just for pure example, they are a female, they are a mother, and they do all the cooking in their house, but their family does not want to eat plant-based with them, they feel very um, challenged that they have to make multiple meals, and that can be stressful and time-consuming and difficult. Um, So I think the family and the social part of it is very difficult and can be a very much a challenge for people. Uh, I I don't know what it's like necessarily in Arizona, but I live in Wisconsin and the suburbs of Milwaukee, and there's very little plant-based dining options here. So that can make it a little bit more difficult too, if you're going out to dinner with family or friends, making those options. But also some of the other challenges are things that we have been led to believe about nutrition as we've grown up. For example, that dairy is a requirement to meet your calcium needs. This isn't true. And I also... Believe that when I was younger, I had a glass of milk at every dinner because I thought it was the best way to get my calcium, increase my protein. But dairy should be optional. It's not something that somebody has to consume in order to meet those needs because there's lots of other beneficial ways. So kind of busting some of those myths that we don't get enough calcium or protein or iron, um, zinc, whatever you whatever it may be that we don't get from a plant based diet, that can be very misleading and. I, it's very, you, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, which is the professional organization, which I am under, um, has a position statement out there that a vegan, vegetarian, plant-based lifestyle can be healthy at every stage of life, including, um, childhood, infancy, pregnancy, um, older adulthood, that this is a healthy way that someone can live if they choose to do that. Um, so as you can see, there's lots of different challenges, me personally, one of the first challenges was absolutely family. Um, my immediate family, my husband is 100% supportive. Um, the rest of the family wasn't necessarily supportive right away, um, but they definitely are now. But if somebody has difficulty with that, that can be a huge problem barrier, um, to implementing this. But so for me, I really work on educating so that individuals can make the choice that is best for them in their life and their family to help achieve the goals that they're looking for.
0: What recommendations that you had in order to help manage those types of issues?
1: Yeah, uh, the first and foremost, like the thing what worked for me um, was when I talked to my husband about it, because truly, um, the reason I did full 100% adoption of the plant based diet was to try to get pregnant and overcome infertility. And before we moved on to further treatment, I just said, I don't need you to do it with me. But I would like your support in me pursuing a 100% plant based diet. Um, and thankfully, he was 100% on board. And He said, whatever you think would help, let's do it. And I think it really helped that I said, you don't have to do it with me, right? I don't believe in forcing our opinions, our thoughts on other people about the plant-based diet. Do I believe in it strongly? Absolutely. However, I am not going to be the person that tries to force upon the plant-based diet on other individuals. Um, So taking that step can be really helpful. Um, And then also just helping other people like helping make those choices that are going to help you. And if other people see that you're feeling better, you're doing better, they're gonna, they might look and be like, wow, what are you doing? Maybe that could be something that could help me and be beneficial for me. Um, and that's kind of what happened with me when my face started clearing up, people started noticing, like, what are you doing? Like, do you have a different face routine? And I'm like, no, I just, I cut meat out and I haven't been eating as much dairy. And they're like, wow, that's really working for you. Um, So hopefully that helps. There can be several different approaches. But when somebody wants to adopt a plant based diet and aren't really sure where to start, I always tell them, start by adding before subtracting, start adding more fruits, vegetables, whole grains to your diet. Don't don't sweat that you still have some of these other things in it. Because when you start adding more of these things into your diet, those other things will start crowding out. And it doesn't mean that there can't be a place in your diet for treats right and um some what we would some people would refer to as unhealthy foods there can be a place for all of it i always say it matters what you do most of the time not just every once in a while
0: well are you up are you okay with some myth busting
1: yeah of course
0: Let, let's open up the doors to most people when you mention i'm a vegan or even some of the restaurants like you said there you don't have a lot of options where you're at well believe it or not even in arizona we don't have a lot of options. You go in and ask if you've got a vegan menu, and they'll hand you a list, and they're all salads. <laughs> so help us to understand that 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 let's bust that myth open. Eating a plant-based diet doesn't mean that you live on salads, not or at all, of fruit.
1: Yes, no, um, and I think that is a common misconception. Um, eating a plant-based diet can mean lots of different things, and you can eat lots of different ways, but it can still absolutely include. Pasta and oatmeal, and um, it can include. I'm just, I mean, it can depending on what sp- end of the spectrum you are on the plant based diet, you could even include different types of non dairy cheeses that can be absolutely delicious. Um, but it can be salads, but it can also be tacos and burritos and spaghetti. And I mean, the list goes on and on about what you could actually consume that um, is quite delicious and actually many people would be like oh that's plant-based i never even really thought about it so i would like to say you know like in our family i wouldn't say that we eat quote unquote weird food sometimes people are like what what is that even we eat very very close to the fruit vegetable whole grain legume so a typical dinner for us if we're not following a recipe is truly like i choose a grain so what kind of grain do we have in the house so brown rice Okay, we'll make a big batch of brown rice or barley or faro or whatever it may be. And then we add whatever legume we have. So it could be black beans, it could be garbanzo beans, something of the like. And then we roast a bunch of vegetables, whether it's on the grill in the summer or in the oven. And then sometimes we'll add like a sauce to it. So I make a creamy taco dressing that is made out of cashews and kind of like a taco seasoning. And it's delicious. And we kind of just build it all together. And that is a nutrient complete meal when you have a grain, a vegetable, a legume, and then I usually, we usually have fruit on the side. It can be very simple. It's not as daunting as a lot of people make it out to be.
0: I'm coming to your house for dinner. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, and, and realistically, there's a whole line of new products that have come out that actually fulfill some of that need beyond meat. I don't, own stock or anything in Beyond Meat. yeah. But I will tell you that that was a kind of a lifesaver because it. Beyond Meat is, they've got sausages and they've got breakfast sausages now and they've got uh, bratwurst type sausages and they've mm-hmm. got burgers and things like this. So it gives you the opportunity to still get nutrition, get your protein and get your other nutrients and still feel like you are eating like everybody else at the table is eating.
1: Absolutely. which
0: Which is really cool. And the cashew cheeses you spoke about, I eat those and they're fantastic. I like them better then I remember what cheese tasted like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like the beyond meat type products, like all those can be really great transition pieces for people too, that they're like, man, I really enjoy the taste of meat and the flavor of meat. They can still get it there too. Um, personally, I, I don't miss meat. I never crave meat. So it's not really something to me where I'm like, oh, that's amazing. It's say, you know, but for some people that's that's really important to their t- uh, like flavor profile, so it can be really awesome food for someone to learn how to transition over a little bit more.
0: What kind of uh, successes or transformations have you seen in your practice after a client adopted uh, the plant-based lifestyle for? For um, especially in, in in the areas that you were treating people in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what's funny is I can actually share with you. I just got an email um, just the other day from some uh, a client of mine who said, I just wanted to share some good news. I had my dilated eye exam today. The good news is my mild diabetic retinopathy has resolved. I told the doctor that I was eating a plant-based diet at least once a day, so she's not even completely plant-based. Um, intermittent fasting for 16 hours and walking 25 to 30 minutes most days of the week. The doctor said, all I have been doing attributed to the resolution of my retinopathy. I remember talking with you about it a couple of years ago when I first learned I had it. Thank you for your inspiration and classes exciting me to try the plant-based diet and healthier everything. That's like, outstanding. I mean, reversing mild diabetic retinopathy. How amazing is that? Um, I've also, uh, man, the list could go on and on. But um, I have many people that have. I get excited when they just say, "I never thought I would love this type of meal." For example, I just had a client message me and told me to send a picture of her food, and she said, "Last year or a year and a half ago, this food would have, this plate would have been full." Of chicken parm, pasta, and some mozzarella sticks. That was a typical meal for her, and she said, "Now I'm enjoying butternuts or spaghetti squash with a sauce and beautiful amount of herbs, and I'm really enjoying it, and I love it. And like to me, that's incredible. And this particular person is a breast cancer survivor, and." Um, what I think she has most experienced is empowerment, empowerment that she can take control of something in her life. There are things in our lives that we cannot control. We cannot control some of the environmental exposures we have. We cannot necessarily, we cannot for sure control our genes and those things that impact us there. But what we can control is what we put into our body, how much we move and how it makes us feel physically and mentally. Um, I've also been very fortunate enough to work with several stage four cancer patients. And um, many of them also go through treatment at the same time as working with me to improve their diet. Um, So I never claim that diet is what saved them. But I always um, believe that the complement approach of nutrition, healthy lifestyle, and the treatment can make a huge difference. Um, I have a patient who's a stage four melanoma, and she went through one cycle of chemotherapy, and her um, disease is completely gone they don't there's no sign of the disease Um, so and then also a stage for breast cancer patient where it had metastasized to her lungs and before we started working together every time she had a scan she just saw progression 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 unfortunately Um, and then we I highly encouraged her to adopt a plant-based diet she did still include some salmon into her life um, which I totally supported Um, but she uh, the next time she had her scan they actually saw the For the first time, a reversal. Um, She had two lung nodules in her lungs. One of them had been completely gone, and one of them only had twenty five percent remaining. So, this is not a cure. I want people to know that, like, that this is not a cure. But there are benefits, increased longevity and quality of life in people that are dealing with a metastatic long term terminal illness, um, improve quality of life so they can hang out with their family and do the things that they love. Um, so to me, it has been an experience to be able to help people do the things they want to do with the rest of their life, whatever part of that remains. Um, and that's how I look at it for myself as an individual. And I, I'm in my low 30s, but I still think about what it was like, what it'll be like when I'm 60, 70, 80, 90. Um, will I still be living a high quality life then? That's why part of the reason why I eat well now. I eat well now to feel well, but I eat well f- now for my longevity because I want to be able to have grandkids and play with them and do all those things. Um, So hopefully that can help that there's just so many amazing benefits and there are possibilities. There are no guarantees in any of it, but there are possibilities.
0: I agree with that 100% from a personal level. I can make a testament to the fact that my longevity has increased in itself. I manage my rheumatoid arthritis with um, a plant-based diet. I haven't eliminated it because I still have flare-ups, and I still, but nothing like my flare-ups were before. I was in a wheelchair; I couldn't get out of bed. So, in regard to that, um, I, I can wholeheartedly testify the fact that I, I have an improved quality of life based upon my plant-based diet. That's amazing, oh, and I'm on no drugs. I'm that's, on absolutely no biologics. I'm on no rheumatoid biologics or anything. So I do it um, with herbs. Yeah,
1: that's amazing, Michael. Like, amazing. And it just goes to show, like, how hard you work at it to improve your life, too. Like, that's it's amazing.
0: But I also acknowledge the fact that I have a disease. I still have a disease. I still have to manage my disease. So like you had said earlier, I'd just like to reiterate that you're the professional, but... Uh, I can reiterate that you have to manage this. It's a long-term thing. It's not a short-term thing where you can do it for a month or two and then stop and think that fixed everything. It really doesn't fix everything. You need to continuously practice it throughout your, your life in doing it. And again, it's the same thing as we spoke earlier from a personal perspective is that it's mind, body, and soul. I meditate, I relax, I exercise, I walk, and I eat well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, all and I don't important. have to be
0: a hippie to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. In all, every single piece of that puzzle is important, um, and it's hard to juggle all those pieces of the puzzle. And s- some many times we don't get it all right, right? We don't get it all perfect. But again, if we can focus on that progress rather than the perfection, I think we'll find amazing results.
0: I agree with that. If someone was going to explore on um, the plant-based diet option, what are your recommendations for them getting started or to learn more about it?
1: Yeah, so I think it's important for someone to be to learn more about the plant-based diet for themselves um, by exploring different resources. Um, because I've kind of mentioned it before, I do believe that everybody has to take their own end of individual approach and make their own decision about what approach they want to take. Um, and I think getting educated about reasons as to why a plant based diet is a good option is super helpful. Because I always tell my clients, I don't have to tell you that fruits and vegetables are good for you. You know, that but if I can tell you why, what are these benefits? What could it specifically help you with, right? For example, an individual that might be suffering with hot flashes, whether they're going through cancer treatment or their menopausal, et cetera, and I tell them, when you if you were to add a tablespoon of ground flaxseed to your day, you might experience a reduction in these hot flashes, because they contain something called lignans that has been researched to show that there are benefits to this, right? If I can tell them the difference between, oh, you should really add flaxseed to your diet, they'll be like, oh, okay, that's a great idea. But if I tell them that it can specifically research has helped them that it can help minimize their hot flashes, are they more get a lot? Are they more inclined to try it? 100%. So I think it's super important to educate people why we would want to do something and then also give them the tips and tools to help them implement it into their diet. Um, So understanding why and why to you. What is your important Goal? Is it because you want to be able to spend time with your grandkids and get up off the floor when you're playing with them? Is it because you want to reduce your RA flare ups and have better quality of life? Is it because you want to get out of a wheelchair? Is it because um, you just want to have better looking skin? I don't think there's anything wrong with whatever that motivation is, as long as you figure out what that motivation is for you.
0: Great advice. You have a virtual business called Wholesome Nutrition in healthy lifestyle. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Sure, absolutely. So um, I within Wholesome LLC, I do do individual counseling. Um, and that is something that I do. Of course, there's a fee provided for this individual counseling. I also pr- create courses where individuals can self-paced learning. Right now I have a cancer course out that someone can, um, learn from, but I also put out a lot of free content for people to learn information. I have a blog with recipes and nutrition topics. And one thing that's very important for me is, um, providing evidence-based information. So you'll see that within any of my blogs or even my Instagram or Facebook posts, I'm always citing my references so that if somebody's curious, they can go look at the information further for themselves if they'd like. Um, So I have a lot of content out there to help someone get started. I have a free five-day plant-based guide on my website that you just enter your email and it'll send right to you. And it's five days worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks that are all plant-based. And I have a meal plan. Uh, excuse me i have a grocery list in all of it all uh tips for menu prepping so that they can do it on Sunday to help make the week better. Um, And these are all free resources that I encourage people to try and get started with. Um, And then if they seek um, that they want more help, a deeper dive into their own individual nutrition, I'm always available for individual counseling. Um, I'm working on setting up group coaching as well so that individuals, um, we can all work together as a group and it's going to be a little bit of a cheaper option for individuals. Um, So there's lots of different options available. I also do um, community speaking where I um, I go into corporations and I give them, uh, wellness talks, or I speak um, at some local markets here and um, on various different topics. So I do a lot of different things within my practice. Um, but I encourage people if they're interested, um, just start by looking at my website, which is wholesomellc.com There you'll find my blog, my recipes, things to get started the five day meal plan. Um, and then if someone's interested in individual counseling, um, there's also a form to apply there and we could have a further discussion to see if we're a good fit.
0: I will have all of those items in the show notes and on my website, beforeyougopodcast.com. Any final words of wisdom?
1: So my biggest word of wisdom, like I've already mentioned a couple of times, is don't let perfection be the enemy of progress. And start with where you are and just start by adding whole plant-based foods such as fruit, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes to your diet. And I think you'll start seeing some really great benefits that'll just encourage you and motivate you to want to do more to live a healthier life.
0: This has been an amazing conversation, Allison. You've educated myself, and I think we've helped to educate other individuals so that they can learn more about a plant-based diet and lifestyle. So thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for what you do as well and helping to spread um, just these conversations that you have to help improve people's lives, whether it be about nutrition or other areas. Um, I know people appreciate that, and I appreciate it as well.
0: Thank you very much. Have a nice day, have a nice week, and thanks for listening. One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life podcast, is a creation of One More Thing Productions, established 2010, all rights reserved.